Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Almost to the end of the month that never ends. <laughs> this is the month that never ends. Pretty much. We talked about it last week. How it's just the longest month. We're still in the month of January and blah, 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 blah. And here we are, still in the yep. month of January, Tuesday the following week. And we still have another day. <laughs> another day tomorrow. <laughs> and then finally, finally, we flip the page on the calendar to February. Yes, absolutely. And the Phoenix Open and the Bird's Nest and everything else that rolls around uh, next week is part of that uh, Phoenix Open. I am so stoked. I'm jazzed. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Today marks uh, day number one of my single dad experience, Cheyenne. <laughs> and I am going to show you how easy it is to be a single parent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, right? (laughs) My wife flies out for work. She's headed up to Cheyenne's hometown of Yakima, Washington, where uh, she still works for the company that she was employed by, uh, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago? Yeah, a long time ago. uh, When I first started in Yakima, Washington, but uh, she'll be flying up there to the crappy weather as we've had 80 degrees today and tomorrow. Yeah, that sucks for her. Yeah, but normally it's my wife... She's the one that gets the girls up and going in the morning and off to school. So uh-huh. now my 12-year-old has been tasked with uh, getting them up and driving themselves to school. <laughs> Stop. They walk. I taught her. I taught her how to drive around the neighborhood yesterday, <laughs> Cheyenne. So Did you? Yeah. My uh, wife's Jeep Grand Cherokee L may have a dent or two. When I- <laughs> Are you nervous to like have her gone? Because you don't really cook either. I like having the... Uh, Comfortability uh-huh. of having her because she works from home and she didn't have like home office. She's kind of you know downstairs in a corner and she's mm-hmm. kind of she's always there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's nice having her there and you know if something needs to get done, she kind of helps out with that. And, yeah, and, uh, it's all on me today, Cheyenne. And so, uh, what are you making for week. dinner? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, might be a cup of noodle. <laughs> Oh, see, I'll order pizza every day. I don't know. Oh, we'll probably. See. Typical we'll dad thing on. to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, wish me luck, Cheyenne. Uh, good luck. I don't need it. I'm going to show you how easy it is. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, if you've ever been on a road trip, I think it's safe to say you've had to pull off the highway and get some gas at some point, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they have some big, fancy truck stops from Loves to Pilot. Flying J. Mavericks. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of them end up being kind of the same, you know, gas and bathrooms and 
Um, yeah, I mean they're all pretty <laughs> like refreshments. That's that's all yeah. you need, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. There's one truck stop based out of Kentucky that's trying to do a little something extra. Okay, and it's gaining popularity. Okay, so they've started putting disco parties in their bathrooms. Oh, what? A, it's a disco dance party. So when you enter the bathroom, there's a red button. Uh huh. So you hit that red button, and it turns into a disco dance party, and you're in the restroom as the disco dance party's going on. That is amazing. Loud music, lights, disco ball, the works. And the funk of other people's <laughs> that's <right>. what nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly where I want to party. In the bathroom at a truck stop. But well, maybe, still, like, well, I love that. Well, maybe prior to this going in, maybe it was just quiet. Like, the, um, the last thing you want to do is be in a restroom in a stall next to another dude also doing the same thing as you, and it's, and it's quiet. See, and then you hear every bottle of water. <laughs> that I get. I get that part. But after you're done, if you're staying to dance and just have a good time, that's like the last place I want to be in that whole place. <laughs> I like dance to like the sink and then I dance out. Like I'm not going to stay in it, yeah, but I, mean, I like the concept behind it. I think it's fantastic. Um, here is uh, part of a news story uh, talking about this. So it's got some audio of the actual dance party and then um, it's got uh, a news reporter and then the uh, manager talking okay. about it. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the They'll just burst into laughter and then they come out and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny, I love it. We had a 60 year old lady that went in and she came out and she said that was the best day of her life. Aww. It's a little thing. In a truck stop bathroom. I'm not upset about it, to be honest. I'm really not. Yeah, kind of cool, right? Camel Country 107.9. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, if one particular California state senator had it his way, every vehicle would have a speed governor installed on it. Ew, no. <laughs> That sounds terrible. You like just uh, breaking the law, huh? And, yeah. And I like to get where I'm going at the speed in which I feel I can drive. It sounds like it's just for California at um, this point, but I feel like if it was successful and was preventing deaths and making the roadway safer and stuff like that, it's the other states jumping on board this. Mm-hmm. But the state senator, his name is Scott Weiner. This is him talking about this uh, law, this bill that he would like to get passed. Okay. All right, here we go. It will require cars and trucks that are manufactured or sold in California to contain what we call speed governors or speed limiters that physically prevent the vehicle from traveling more than 10 miles an hour above the speed limit. Makes sense. Even Google Maps knows what the speed limit is on any given road and highway. So it'll be all GPS tracked. Your car will not be allowed to go over 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. That kind of suck, but... This might be completely like way off base, but like in Europe, they have the Autobahn, which doesn't have a speed limit, and you can go as fast as you need to. And what is their death rate over there? But also like paying attention and putting your phone down and doing all the other things also really Yeah, but there's also things that just happen out of your control Mm -hmm. when you're speeding. But also, it only takes 35 miles an hour to hydroplane on water. So, maybe we should just drive 25 miles an hour everywhere and then we'd be okay. Honestly, I don't think it's that bad of an idea. It would suck for those that like to go over the speed limit, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if it saves lives, why not? I see it from both sides. Obviously, I want people to be safe, but when you leave millions of people to their own devices, 
they're going to break the rules. Yeah, <laughs> they just they're they're going to do it. They're so. going to find a way to bypass the governor, like uh, like when you buy a go kart or something yeah. like that. It's got a governor, and you figure out a well, way to pull too, it off. But I'm saying, like before we even get to the installing of that thing, when you set out rules and you say, "Hey, everybody, be on your best behavior," and everybody's like, "Okay, we will," and then yeah. <laughs> and then the next day they're like, "What rules?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just how people operate. So yeah. I don't know. Look at the text screen. Not a not a lot of people are a big fan of this. Yeah, well, it's like all. we don't need another at thing all. tracking us. <laughs> They're finding another way to control us, aren't they? Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever punished somebody else's kid out in public? Do you have the guts to do it? We got a DM on our Instagram at Gutter and Cheyenne. Somebody actually did this? Uh-huh. And they now did. they got a question on what how to handle the situation? Or? No, their question basically they want to know if they were out of line because the husband thinks that she was completely out of line and she thinks she was like totally within her rights. Okay, so she punished somebody else's kid. All right. Yep. Okay, so the DM goes as follows. Gunner and Cheyenne, I need to know if I'm in the wrong because my husband thinks I am way out of line. I was at the park with my two kids and so was another group of people my youngest came over to me to tell me that the other kids were being mean i thought he was just being sensitive so i brushed it off until i saw the kids throwing rocks at him i went over to the kids and loudly and sternly said no we do not throw rocks at people the kids' parents were nearby but they didn't budge or even notice my husband thinks I should have just grabbed my kids and left and says I overstepped boundaries by telling the kids not to throw rocks. Mm, I don't think I would have approached the kids. Like if I if I was in this exact same situation, uh-huh. I mean, I'm just a non-confrontational kind of guy. Yeah. So I just think I probably would have done what her husband encouraged her to do and told her what she should have done. Grab your kids and go. It's not my job to parent other people's kids. Right. You're okay with your kids throwing rocks at people? Fine, you do you. You're going to get what's coming to you down the road. But for me, I'm just getting on out of there. I feel like you would have done what this girl did, huh? <laughs> I feel like you would have. You're a confrontational kind of person. You probably would have put him over your knee and spanked him. <laughs> I mean, that's a little much, <laughs> but I definitely wouldn't have let it just go on and just walked away. Like, I would have either said something to the kids or I would have said something to the parents. Oh, see, because, I mean, then if you risk going up to the parents... Mm-hmm. What if it starts to do a verbal thing back and forth? Yeah. I also want to teach my kids that it's okay to stand up for yourself and it's okay to say something when something's not right. Also, it's your opinion and my opinion that it's wrong to throw rocks at people. But for those parents, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe they are teaching their kids to throw rocks at people. I mean, you don't know what kind of parenting lifestyle they got. You're not wrong. Parenting standards or whatever. But I am still going to say something because it just it, to me, it's not right. Don't let your kids throw rocks at other people's kids and or pay attention. Like, maybe they weren't, they, they just weren't paying attention, and that's not okay either. Because I just feel like you're just opening a can of worms, and and, and how long are you in it for uh-huh. at that point? Because once you pop the top there, who knows what's to come right. with the parents sitting off in the distance. But how fair is it that my kids have to leave the park because your kids are throwing rocks and being rude? Just be uh, proud that your kids are not like that. No, I probably would have walked up to the kids at first and been like, hey, hey, hey. No. So, I mean, we're just sitting here kind of speculating as to what we would do. Right. But, I mean, has anybody ever been in this situation, I guess, is is my question. Well, let me ask and you this. If your girls were the ones throwing rocks and you either didn't notice or, like, you weren't around, how would you feel if somebody said, hey, we don't throw rocks at people? For me and my parenting, I would be fine with hearing it because I didn't know. Uh-huh. Right? And then I would punish my daughters. Right. Right? I would apologize for them. You know, because, I mean, there's been times where my daughters have done something that I wasn't aware of. Right. Example, my daughter, (laughs) my youngest, had my oldest daughter's phone, 
and she was texting Cheyenne's son uh-huh. that, hey, I love you and stuff like Be that. My just, boyfriend. just texting other boy stuff on the phone that yeah. we weren't aware. Uh-huh. You called me and said, hey, does Kaylin have her phone or what's going on with her phone? Because somebody's texting Justin that they love him, <laughs> right? So what did I do? I went over to Tatum, grabbed the phone, and I punished yeah, him yep. right then and there. And that's how I would handle that situation if something was brought to my attention that my daughters were doing something in the wrong. Oh, yeah. I would instantly be like reprimanding my own kids, and I would say thank you for saying something. For but sure. You never know how that other parent's going to react. Yeah. I think the way we would react is an ideal situation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? 100%. But you never know what you pop the top of that can of worms how that other set of parents is going to react. Yeah. Gunner and Cheyenne. Have you ever punished somebody else's kid while you're out in public? Uh, we got a DM on our Instagram. Somebody did. This gal, she punished somebody else's kid or at least uh, gave them a lashing. Yes, a verbal lashing. Not a physical lashing, a verbal one, because that would be a whole different story. <laughs> I feel like we'd be talking about her because she was in the news. <laughs> yeah, for a physically <laughs> abusing somebody else's kid, um, even though they deserved it. Yeah, they were throwing rocks at the park, and the parents were paying attention and weren't like noticing. And she went up and said, no, no, we do not throw rocks at people. I don't think I would have done that. I'm just a non-confrontational kind of guy. I'd probably just grab my kids and we get out of there because I probably didn't want to be there to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, good reason to, to leave the park. <laughs> But, Valid. You know, I, I just wouldn't uh, verbally involve myself. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen once you open the can of worms. And I know? definitely would have said something. 602-894-5653. Marion. Hey, how's it going? Marion's in uh, Paradise Valley. We're good. Have you reprimanded somebody else's kids? No, but my my daughter a couple of years ago when she was like five, we were at a, a kid's birthday party from her class. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like a public place, like Chuck E. Cheese or one of those types of places. Yeah. And the kids are, you know, just running around and she and her friends were batting balloons back and forth at each other. And this woman all of a sudden went off on her and started yelling at her and she made her cry and... I was right nearby, and so I went over, and I just was like, what are you doing, you psycho? Like, my child is doing nothing wrong. Yeah. This is a kid's play place, you know? Why did she speak up? I don't know if one of the balloons hit her or something, but, like, I'm like, it's a balloon. Oh, no, not a balloon. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... I don't know if she just thought that, like, kids should be constantly supervised. I'm like, why are you even here then? Yeah. Sounds like a bad place for her to be. <laughs> if you're a little uptight, you want to stay away from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. You probably yeah. should do that. That's yeah. a little ridiculous. Like, I definitely think, like, reprimanding should be within reason. Like, don't just make a scene to make a scene. I think, like, you take kids to places like that so they can get the jollies out, right? Like, just, just get all the energy and whatever. So whatever kids do there, as long as they're not hurting each other or anybody else, is fine. You know? Sounds like the lady was just having an off day. <laughs> an off yeah. day? Yeah. Seriously. Or an off life. An you off never life. know. You have no you idea. You never know. I'm trying to give revenge to the doubt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marion. Eddie is in Goodyear. Eddie has reprimanded somebody's kid, okay. Cheyenne. Eddie, tell us the story, dude. Way back in college, my senior year, I was working on this project, and I, I went to one of my rare trips to the library. Uh-huh. and buckled down. I put it off, you know, and now I needed to get it done. It was this big history project. And there was this, like, six or seven-year-old. His mom was accompanying him, like, in the distance, and he was kind of roaming around a little too much for the uh, library. And uh-huh. he would just go up to a table 
and stare at people. <laughs> you know, you, you give a little leeway to a kid, but also there was a, a sheer lack of parenting happening because yeah. it's not like this is a, a McDonald's where you just kind of run. It's a library. We're, we're trying to get some stuff done here. Yeah. And so I, I try nicely and I'm like, hey, I'm kind of busy here. And I think I because I made contact with the kid or something, he just wouldn't leave me alone. So he sat there and stared, and it was like this you, weird... You interacted <laughs> with him, that's all. Never feed the animals. You never feed the animals. Yeah, and so I, I kind of shout back to mom. I'm like, hey, your kid's bugging me. You know, can you <laughs> oh, okay. in a playground? Yeah. And then the conversation turns on me, and she starts laying into me. Like, he's just a child, and I'm like, well, you're just the mom, so, like, do something about it. <laughs> well, dude, I think, honestly, I think it's your interaction with her as to why it escalated yeah, the way it did. Fast. Hey, your kid's staring at me. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I'm out of line. I wasn't out of line. So have you learned anything here? No, it's my. it was the only time I ever yelled at a kid. Just, I can't okay. wish him well. No. No, <laughs> Man. He's, this guy's traumatized from that interaction. Which is with funny because the kid probably doesn't even think twice about Eddie. He's just like, yeah. and Eddie's just, his world's revolving around him right now. Camel Country 1079. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, before we know it, the Super Bowl will be here and gone. Uh, the teams have been set. We got the 49ers and the Chiefs going at it uh, one week from Sunday out in Las Vegas. And so... I have started to begin my planning on my Super Bowl party show, uh-huh. uh, which we do every year. Um, and if it's not a Super Bowl party at my house, it's a Super Bowl party in Vegas. You know, it's kind of a kind of a thing every single year. But being that it's in Vegas this year, we're just going to have a Super Bowl party here at my house. It because, makes sense. I mean, Vegas is going to be absolutely nuts. Yeah, the amount of people that are going to be there gives me anxiety. And the amount of price yes. and cost everything's going to cost. That also. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be charging for everything. <laughs> but uh, no, so and, and typically when I'm planning a party or anything, I never deal with any anxiety or worry or anything like that. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason this year, I'm really kind of anxious 
about this Super Bowl party. Why? We um, switched to streaming TV in my house. Uh-huh. And we... <laughs> We've had satellite and cable TV for, for a long, long, long time. And yeah. then finally, we just cut the cord, as they say, and went streaming. And then every now and then, we kind of had that little circle that rolls on the TV. Oh, the circle of death. Yeah, like yep. the, uh, yeah the, the internet cuts out or something like that. So I'm like, well, what if that happens during the Super Bowl? Well, we've got all sorts of people at our house. I think people will survive. It will be okay. No! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Now that now that Taylor Swift's gonna be there, you oh, know can't miss uh, that. some of the folks coming over are Swifties. I, I if if we get the circle of death at my Super Bowl party, I'm really gonna be disappointed. So I, I'm a little anxious about uh-huh. that. I did get a hold of Cox yesterday, and I have a secondary router coming. Oh I, I just have my like backup Lord. options, Jeez. and I actually have a um, a cable TV box coming as well as a backup. Uh, just in case. So, I mean, my anxiety the last couple of days, so I'm, I'm just trying to find backup options uh-huh. here uh, to, to kind of cover my rear end. Because, I mean, how dare I host a party and my party comers and goers or whatever you want to call them, people at my party, guests. my guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how dare I not provide the game to them, you know? I think you're and giving I mean, yourself unneeded anxiety. I'm just thinking... I can't believe you're not giving me credit for forward thinking. Miss, I packed two weeks before a trip. Hey, that's different. Just to make sure you're prepared. That's different. I got to make sure I got all my outfits. This, I feel like okay, you're going... You wouldn't have anxiety if you're hosting a Super Bowl party and there was a chance. And there was a chance that the, the game may not be on the on the TV because no. of for whatever reason. No. that was That's the sole reason you're holding hosted a party is for the big game. And there's a chance that it could not be on the TV. That does not give you anxiety. No. You're so off-brand right now. What's wrong with you? No, it wouldn't give me anxiety. You're so off-brand. It wouldn't give me anxiety because I don't care. I was going to say, she's the one that doesn't care about football. Yeah, like, why would that give me anxiety? Okay, so what what would... (laughs) You've hosted your Christmas party. What would have given you anxiety when it comes to your Christmas party? Uh, What gave me anxiety were people not RSVPing and not knowing who was coming. See, so how can you not... Put yourself in a situation. Yeah, you don't care about football, but maybe you wanted people over at your new house, and it was all about the game. You know that as a living, breathing human. Yeah, hosted a Super Bowl party is about the game. I just don't care enough. I don't so care if, enough about the game that you're not. So go- if it does, if it goes out, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care, but your party goers would. I doubt it. The only don't person I know that, Super Bowl party. The only person house. I know who really cares cares about the game is you. And everybody else showing up at your house. If the promise is there to host a Super Bowl party None and the game's going to be on. care. I've seen the guest list for who's coming to your party. 90% of them don't care about the game. Trust me. Oh, really? That's how yeah. you Yeah, no, no, no. They're, the game is on. It's and on. And we're there to watch the game. And you're uh, telling me 90% I like of my guest Super Bowl list? parties to be like actual football fans. I can't believe you're actually partying with Swifties. That, that's what <laughs> There's some that are going to be there that are Swifties. Yeah. yeah. Bro. They all but, call it sports okay, ball. But <laughs> oh that's fine. Gosh. But also, Usher's performing at halftime. The ones that don't like the game are there for the halftime show. Oh, and if no. I cannot provide that to them, how dare us watch it on a little phone on oh like somebody's... Uh, that is so not my kind of party. Well, Shy- <laughs> Cheyenne is no longer invited to my Super Bowl party. I mean, you can't share in the anxiety with me. And you, you're making fun of my guest list. I'm, a, I'm not making you're fun off. of your guest you're list. Off. You're off. <laughs> I got some audio evidence that this Taylor Swift thing has gone way too far, too, by the way. Okay. Going to play this audio coming up next. Here I Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, I uh, shared the anxiety that I'm feeling right now 
um, because of hosting a Super Bowl party and relying on streaming TV, which is the first year that I've ever had, we've ever done streaming TV. I'm old, I'm old school. I just, I just like to be connected mm-hmm. without, uh, you know, having to worry about uh, streaming or any, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of uh, the internet and streaming. And, it took and you all a long time stuff. to decide to go to yeah. streaming TV. It was a very long process for you. So, so finally, I get it. finally cut the cord, but mm-hmm. we're hosted a Super Bowl party. And the one key factor here in a Super Bowl party is making sure that the Super Bowl is on the TV. You know, Cheyenne doesn't share in that anxiety, which. You know, I will never show up at a Super Bowl party at her house if that is not the first concern. <laughs> is making sure the game is playing. Uh, there's a lot of people with suggestions on what I could do as backups, uh-huh. you know, with buying an antenna at uh, Walmart, you know, for over-the-air antenna because it will be on CBS. Right. You know, you can catch that over-the-air on free TV. So there's a backup there. Um, ooh, what are some of the other suggestions here? Pretty much uh, just that. Okay. Okay, then. Would it make you feel better oh, if I oh, shared uh, in your line. anxiety? Would yeah, it make you feel it better? Would. It would. And I, and I thought that you, of all people, who's anxious kind of about pretty much everything, <laughs> would share in the anxiety here. You know? Uh, also, the other one is uh, running a hard line from the router to the TV. Um, then you don't have to worry about the Wi-Fi. And that's kind of my main concern is the Wi-Fi. Right. Well, so. Gunner, I have now have so much anxiety for you. I am so sorry. You got those pills? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I got my little you pammies. Share them? You pass Michael them around. Michael has pams. <laughs> I'm so sorry that that is... Let me know what I can do to help you. But there are some people there that you're right. I mean, there's people invited, invited that my wife invited that, you know, could probably care less about mm-hmm. the game. But they also care that Taylor's Swift is going to be there. They are Swifties, okay? That's true. That, so, that is... <laughs> say that again, Abe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Taylor's kind of ruined it for a lot of mm-hmm. hardcore football fans. Abe's one of them, you know? And I'm sure the NFL's loving the attention and stuff oh, like that sure. right now. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon played a uh, montage of local news stations talking about Taylor Swift possibly making an appearance at this year's Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, talking about her and the big game. Uh-huh. All right. This okay. is where I'm saying that this Taylor Swift thing has kind of gone a little too far. Okay. Take a listen. Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl. This will be a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58, Taylor's version. Some people are already calling it the Swifty Bowl. The Super Bowl will be the 13th game Taylor Swift attends, which is her lucky number. It's also February 11th. That is 13. And 2 plus 11. Super Bowl mm-hmm. 58, 5 plus 8, 13. Wow. Yeah, and then American Airlines, once uh, Kansas City was confirmed to be in the Super Bowl, they uh-huh. added flights, additional flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas, which is nothing new. I mean, typically airlines will do this once Super Bowls are confirmed with the teams and right. stuff like that. Just added flights. Um, but it's the flight numbers they did. So they have a Kansas City flight, uh, 1989. <laughs> That leaves Kansas City and arrives in Las Vegas on the Saturday ahead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. And then coming back after the Super Bowl, American Airlines Flight 87, which is Travis Kelsey's yep. football number. That's funny. This Taylor Swift thing's got a little too far <laughs> here, Cheyenne. Is. And then everybody's talking about, can she make it from Tokyo? Her final show She's on make her Eras tour. Will she make it in time? And Tokyo's like 19 hours ahead of yeah. the U.S. or something like that. And she's got her little private jet, which she upgraded to be able to make it easier for her to fly in and see <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Which blows my mind. It'll be fine. She'll be there. Yeah. Okay, she's going to be there. Just put it on my Amex black card, a brand new jet. 
Gunner and Cheyenne. I think it's safe to say the majority of us drive on the highways here in the valley on a daily basis. I mean, yeah. You're probably driving on uh, the 202, the 10, one of the highways right now. Right. Uh, those cameras that you see, those ADOT cameras, did you know that they do not record? Are you talking about the cameras we see on like the live shots from the news? Yeah, those the, ones? yeah the cameras that are on the highway. Those don't record? They don't record. And yeah, when there's an accident, they'll turn them around. They'll broadcast up, as you mentioned, on the, the news stations uh-huh. and stuff like that. But they're not actually recording to tape, hard drive, nothing. And the reason I bring this up is because there was an incident recently on Eastbound 202 at Alma School. This happened on early Sunday morning. There was a disabled vehicle on the side of the road. DPS pulled over to check on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. They found a male unresponsive inside the vehicle. Oh my gosh. So they got into the vehicle for a welfare check. They discovered that the male was deceased and he had a gunshot wound. So wow. now DPS is looking for help to try and figure out what the heck happened. Yeah. So then I go back to what I just said. Those cameras don't record and now the question is in my mind as to why they don't record. Is there a reason why ADOT does not have like a uh, computer that records to a database? Mm-hmm. And even if it's just a 24-hour running recording where, you know, at the 24-hour mark, the video starts deleting. Right. right? So it's right. just a continual 24-hour thing. And if something happens within that 24-hour window, you could request the footage of what happened. Yeah. Because I feel like if something were to happen, all you would, like, you would immediately know and then request said footage. So the male that has the gunshot wound, it's being investigated as a homicide. Okay. So if the video cameras were recording, maybe it wouldn't have been on the exact location of the vehicle, but Mm -hmm. they'd be able to piece some stuff together as to whether this was a road rage incident. If uh, there was somebody in the vehicle with him that left the vehicle and was walking on the side of the highway. Right, like pulling images from camera, even if, like you said, if it wasn't pointing at the spot, you could pull cameras prior to said spot and after and pull like evidence from that. Why aren't they recording? Yeah, that baffles me. So, I mean, if anybody has any knowledge as to why they don't record, because, I mean, you can go to the Arizona website, uh, the AZDOT website, and they say it right there. They, they do not record. That is fascinating, because I feel like the one place where we aren't being recorded on the highways is the one place we should be. But if you were on the highways, uh, in particular, eastbound 202 early Sunday morning, I think it was about 1.30 a.m. on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and know of anything, DPS is looking for some help on this. But if you do have any knowledge, it's more out of curiosity, you know, as to why they aren't recording. I feel like that would have helped in this situation 100%. Oh, absolutely. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Well, Gunner. Yeah. Today is a national plan a vacation. Day. Oh, man, I got to get on it. So in honor of that, a joke about vacations. Okay. Gunner. Yeah. Where is a bee's favorite vacation destination? Where is a bee's favorite vacation destination? Stingapore. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Stingapore. It's, it's near Singapore, but it's at the other hive. <laughs> Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at about 7.50 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne. Time to play Pick Your Battle. The prize today, a pair of tickets to see Chris Stapleton on Friday, March 1st. It's day number one of the Extra Innings Festival at Tempe Beach Park. 
to win these tickets. You just got to either beat Cheyenne or myself and pick your battle. Cheyenne, are you ready to play? I am ready. Abe, are you ready to play? Yes. Gunner, are you ready to play? I'm ready. The question here now, though, is Tim and Chandler, are you ready to play pick your battle? I am ready. Let's All right. Uh, five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you'll have three chances at each question. The more questions you get, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what's the category? Okay. Your category today is Earth Science. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I was great in that category in school. You I were not. Ah. <laughs> He's lying. This is basic stuff. We're like not even high school level. <laughs> That's going to make this really embarrassing for somebody. Right. So, Tim, <laughs> who do you want to go up against this morning? I'm going to go against Cheyenne. All uh, right. You know, I watch National Geographic every day. Yeah. <laughs> Says the, the woman with no TV. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Cheyenne is leaving the studio and she is out. All right, Abe. Here we go. What scale is used to measure the magnitude of an earthquake? The Richter scale. Correct. What is the largest ocean on Earth? The Pacific Ocean. Correct. What tree do acorns come from? Oak trees. Correct. Stratus, cumulus, cirrus, and nimbus are types of what? Clouds. Correct. What animal was sent into space on June 14th, 1949? That was a monkey. That is correct. Wow. Five for five. We'll see how Cheyenne does here. Yeah. That was, I just feel like I just need to tap out. Yeah, that was quick. That was he went so five fast. for five. Boom, 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 boom. All right. One. Cheyenne is back here in the studio ready to uh, take on her questions. We'll see how you do here, Cheyenne. Let's go. All right, Cheyenne. Here we go. What scale is used to measure the magnitude of an earthquake? Oh, uh, uh, uh pass. What is the largest ocean on Earth? Uh... The Atlantic. No. Uh, the uh, the other one, the Pacific. Correct. <laughs> what tree do acorns come from? Uh, an oak tree. Correct. Stratus, cumulus, cirrus, and nimbus are types of what? Nimbus uh, moon phases. No. Uh, n- pass. What animal was sent into space on June 14th, 1949? A monkey? Correct. (laughs) What scale is used to measure the magnitude of an earthquake? Uh, Magnitude. Come on. I don't know. (laughs) Five seconds. Pass. Okay. Stratus, cumulus, cirrus, and nimbus are types of what? Nimbus. Uh, I don't know. Oh, time is up. I'm going to know these two. So, Tim, you got five. Cheyenne got three. You win. Yay! 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 Chris Stapleton. Thanks. Uh, It was Richter scale. Oh! And what was? Clouds. Clouds. Dang it, that's right. All right. So nicely done, Tim. We're going to put you on hold. Congratulations. Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday confession. Just send us an anonymous text in Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday confession. Well, we do it every Tuesday at about this time. If you've got something on your chest that you would like to get off your chest, like you've just, you've just been harboring it. It's not good to harbor that stuff. No, it's really bad for your mental health. And it's bad for our mental health to not hear it and giggle at it. I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're helping exactly us. Right. We're helping you. <laughs> You're helping all the Camel Nation, you know? It's uh, Laughter's the best medicine, as they That's say. That's what but, they say. Uh, no names, no area codes. Completely anonymous. You can text us right now at 22108. We also have a voicemail box if you would like to leave us a voicemail with 
your confession, 602-429-9492. Here we go. Okay. Voicemail number one. Let's roll. First unheard message. I uh, I used to be a pretty crappy kid when I was uh, <laughs> when I was younger. I'd run around my neighborhood and I'd knock off the side mirrors of all the cars, and, you know, TP houses and whatnot, knock over trash cans. And this morning I actually went out and saw that someone had knocked off my car mirror and I guess that's just uh, <laughs> Yeah, there it is. I that's was thinking you, the word. <laughs> that's what you get. Like, that's what you get. All right, next voicemail. Here we next go. message. I uh, I love to smoke weed at work while I'm at work. Uh, I just go, usually go out to my car a couple times a day, uh, vape for a few minutes, and uh, I really don't think I could get through my job without it. It makes the day way more interesting. And uh, nobody seems to know that I'm doing it, so... Yeah. Anyway, cool. Wow. <laughs> I just think, I feel like he just really needed to say it. Yeah. He needed to say it out loud. He needed people to hear it. And I just visualized him taking a hit off his vape right after he hung <laughs> up the phone. It's like he was in his car doing his his usual. Yeah. He's like, you want to know what I need to do? I need to tell somebody. I'm going to tell Gunnar and Cheyenne. <laughs> and we love that. Yeah. So we do love I. Yeah. It. All right. One more voicemail. Here okay. we go. Next message. I have a confession to make that I uh, can't tell anyone. And most importantly, I. I can't tell my wife. Um, oh, no. I was fired from my job, <gasps> and I, I can't tell her yet because, uh, well, just because she wouldn't understand. So I've been going to the movies every single day when she thinks that I've been going to work. End of messages. She just wouldn't understand. <laughs> Why were you fired? Well, it's probably what it is. Yeah. Probably something stupid. And she'd probably say that to him. You're an idiot. Yeah, or something probably. like that. And then uh, <laughs> his... his his reasoning, no. she just wouldn't understand why I got fired. So he's been going to the movies every day. I hope he's at least filling out job applications while yeah, he's sitting there. Like, for come sure. on, man, that is nuts. All right, I do see a lot of texts coming in at two two one zero eight. We're going to get to your text Tuesday confessions coming up next here on Camel Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday confessions. No names, no area codes. Completely anonymous. Somebody did text in looking for the phone number for the voicemail box six zero two. 429-9492. Text recommended to 22108. Here we go. Okay. Uh, text. My wife and I were looking at houses with our realtor. Nature called and I had to go number two really bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't check if the water was on <gasps> and I did my thing and I couldn't flush so I left it. A couple oh, hours later, a friend of mine who's a realtor posted on Facebook about what a disgusting human <laughs> one would have to be to poo in a house that's for sale and not flush. I never let her know it was me. That is instant karma. But I mean, like, if you're not checking the water, yeah. I mean, it's a toilet. You tried. You, you would know, assume. You tried. I think, like, your your normal assumption is that there's water in it. How would you fine. handle it? How would you handle it? I would cry. It's like one of those dumb and dumber situations when you <laughs> went and couldn't flush. Yes. Uh, text. I've started peeing in a house plant pot at home. What? The plant was dying, but is now resuscitated. <laughs> I've just saved a plant's life. Some might think it's gross, but I consider myself a hero. You are a hero, sir. That would smell, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would think so. Unless you're very well hydrated. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, text. I once tried Dreamy's Cat Treats cheese flavor. They were really tasty and not salty like human snacks. I still buy the occasional packet. Oh, that's gross. Have you ever tried it? No, that just, I couldn't. That's, your reaction is how my wife's reaction is to pickles. And I'm like, have you ever tried it? <laughs> She's never tried a pickle, but she will never... I'm not going to try an animal snack. But you can't dog it unless you've tried it. I just did. 
to be completely honest. I just docked it. I know. I'm not doing it. I mean, it sounds like it's uh, time for an experiment tomorrow, Cheyenne. <laughs> okay, I'll go well, pick up a pack. You can try it. You try it and you let me know. You wouldn't try it? No. If I bought a pack of Dreamies. No, I'm not And I dare you to try it. No. This is somebody texting in saying that they tried it. It was tasty. No. Less sodium than uh, human. I'll take all the sodium. <laughs> snacks. It's not yeah. that dre- dreamy pet snacks are not approved by Revitalized Weight Loss. Oh, really? Wellness, okay. So I can't try. I'm sorry. I feel like the uh, the sodium content, you know, would put them on the uh, the approved list. Cheyenne, uh, text. I work as a plumber. If you have an Oral B electric toothbrush in your bathroom, I'm taking a spare head. I have 378 spares. I cannot stop. I need help. <laughs> You sound like a klepto. Those are expensive, though. They're so expensive. Those heads, I don't blame them. So expensive. <laughs> uh, all right, final text here. Okay. Text, in long Zoom meetings with my camera off, I usually end up mimicking the other team members when they are speaking in a non-flattering way. <laughs> Last week, I didn't realize my camera was still on. No one <laughs> said anything. <laughs> I've been out sick for the last week, and I'm dreading going back. <laughs> That's what you give for making fun of people. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that is Tuesday Confessions. We'll do it again next week here on Camel Country. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 